Welcome, everybody. Thank you for coming to the show. Let's go. Hey, <laughs> Maggie, welcome to the Own the Outcome podcast. Thank you for being here. For those of you who do not follow Maggie, uh, after today, you're going to want to follow Maggie. And you're going to want to read her book. She just, uh, her Eat to Treat book just launched and is number one bestseller. Yeah, thank you. That is awesome. Let's talk a little bit about that. So first, actually, let's go background first. Is that okay? okay. I dove right into the good stuff. You did. You did. Yeah, so background. Uh, gosh, so by trade, I'm actually a nurse practitioner. Um, I quit my nurse practitioner job back in 2017. Uh, working for the outpatient clinics, and I built my own online functional medicine health consulting company. So that's kind of what, you know, snowballed all of this. I never intended to be an author or a business owner for that, you know, for that matter at all. But uh, by following my passions and saying yes to some big moments, um, yeah. it led me to here. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about that. So my yeah. wife's a PA. I don't know if you know that. I did not. PA and P, pretty similar. Yeah. Lots of schooling that goes into it. It's pretty gruesome. Yes. And then you finish. And what made you decide to stop? Yeah, my dad was like, please don't stop. What are yeah. you doing? Um, I went to Vanderbilt University for undergrad and grad school. I always knew I wanted to be a nurse practitioner. This was the dream. Yeah. And then I actually worked, I got my dream hospital job too. And I worked so hard to, of course, graduate nurse practitioner school, but then also to get my dream job. I knew exactly what hospital I wanted to work for. And I even was calling up the CEO to get this position. Like I was working very hard. So I worked there for two years. And the reason why I quit is I became unaligned with my lifestyle. I became unaligned with the type of medicine I was practicing. I have a big health journey toward more natural healing and lifestyle and mindset versus in the position I was in was not uh, traditional medicine. Yeah. And so um, it was kind of this combination of being unaligned in my life anymore. What I thought was the dream was no longer the dream. Mm. And so I noticed that about myself and I kind of could see if I stayed here for the next 40 years, what my life would be like. And I didn't want that outcome. Mm. And so I changed it. Dude, that's so good. Honestly, that takes so much guts to do that. You pursue something, but that's also growth, right? But you pursue something, you put so much time and effort into it, but then you forecast out and you see, hey, that is not what I want my future to look like. Let's pivot and change. Like that, the name of the podcast is the Own the Outcome Podcast, right? And it's yeah. like, how have you owned the outcome in your life? And I know, for the record, y'all are in for a treat today because I met Maggie, when was that? Probably... How long ago were we Summer. at Rory's events? Maybe like four months ago. About four months yeah. ago, Rory Vaden mastermind. And I just remember uh, everyone goes around, introduce themselves. And I was like, first off, your energy was oh. awesome. <laughs> and then your story was amazing. And you're young. Like, dude, you're so young and you've done so much in such a short time frame. It's powerful. I was just so Thank impressed, you. dude. Immediately so impressed. Thank you. So, yeah. Well, I, I, I'm also a believer in owning your story and that you can change that. Like, just because I once was in love with this version of this dream doesn't mean that that's the version that's going to carry me through the next chapter of my life. And I find, especially in this role, like you said, your wife's a PA and nurse practitioner, like you do a lot to get there. And I find a lot of people are nervous to change that yep. because how hard they work to get there. But in my opinion, then you're just, you're not following what you want to do for the next, you know, a lot more years than what it took you to get there. Yeah. So you might as well change your story, pivot, and then you have your whole next chapter that can unfold. That's such a good perspective though. It is though. People invest something and they feel like they're stuck when but what you do is you literally think bigger. You literally think long-term. You're like, man, yeah, I invested a couple years to get here. But do I want to stay here for the next couple decades, you know? So let's yes. talk about it because I know that you, part of your journey, and so what part of your journey was it where you got sick? 
my young 20s in grad school. Okay. I, I got sick, meaning, and you know, I basically started getting a bunch of nagging symptoms that some people may say is normal because it's common, but it's not normal. And I knew that this was not normal for my body to feel headaches and bloating no matter what I ate. And my hair was thinning and I was waking up super tired, even though I was sleeping 10 hours at night. Like I knew something was not right here. And so I went to the doctor like, like I would, and they just told me everything was normal. Like, you're fine. And I was not fine. I knew my body. I knew I don't feel well. And I knew physically and mentally, I don't feel my best right now. But I was really um, just kind of shooed out of doctor's offices because I visibly looked healthy and fine mm-hmm. and fit. And um, I'm a young 20-something-year-old. And so they all just disregarded my complaints and told me to take medications to cover up the symptoms, sometimes major symptoms. Um, and and then that that led me, my body to be, the book is called, um, is about inflammation. So my body was obviously inflamed and out of balance. And so since it was being ignored and covered up with pills, it just got worse and worse and worse and worse. And then a year later, I started getting the big symptoms that people started caring more about, like a mini stroke when I was 24 and gaining 40 pounds in the span of a couple of months. And I had massive pitting edema where you, you know, you could touch any part of my body and it would just stay there like indented inches. And so then um, the doctors started to take me more seriously, but they just would diagnose me with a bunch of stuff, tell me still take these medicines for the rest of your life. And a year prior, I was fine. So I obviously did not want to accept that as my story. I, I wouldn't accept that as my story. And that's what led me towards this different path. Yeah. Did you accept it for a time or was there like at this breaking point when you were like, no more? Well, I I didn't necessarily accept it for a time because I knew like I wanted to keep trying to heal, but I was completely uh, frustrated and I felt like I wasn't being helped. I felt like no one cared and I would get my hopes up. Every time I went to a new doctor, I would get my hopes up and be like, oh, this is the one. This is the one. They're going to heal me. They're going to find something. They're going to be able to fix it. And then I would leave just helpless time and time again crying. And so um, I didn't give up though, but there was one moment I was sitting in my car, just bawling my eyes out. And I called my mom and she was like, Maggie, no one cares as much about you to heal you. And that clicked with me. And after that moment, I said, you know what? She's right. I'm relying on these doctors. They don't care about me that much. Mm. They've got a big, busy day ahead of them and lots and lots of people that they're seeing. But I have all day, every day to focus on me. So I stopped going to doctor's appointments. Not that that's recommended. And I uh, actually re-enrolled into school to become a functional medicine practitioner Mm. just to heal my body. Okay, I want to pause there because it's not that you just stopped going to doctor's appointments. It's not that you just stopped doing things. You actually just did different things. Yeah. I said, this is clearly not working. I'm finding another way. I did not give up. Yeah. And how many people just stay stuck in it and take it as is? My my wife's dad, so my father-in-law, he had this, I don't know, some some sort of lung issue and same similar type of thing, but he just refused to accept what it was dove in, research, study, research, and same thing, found a way to cure himself where nobody else would have done that. It's incredible. Well, but same with you. And you're, man, you're in your early 20s at this point. 
Yeah. Like that takes a lot of confidence in your early 20s. Yes. And I'm so, so that's why I'm very passionate about everything that I do and why I started the business. I never wanted to be an entrepreneur. That yeah. I never knew this was even an option for me. Um, and nobody, I didn't have anybody that I was looking up to who was doing this. But when I healed my body and I realized, whoa, this wasn't even that hard. Mm. These doctors were going to let me live my entire life just declining and declining and declining, thinking this was my story and my reality. The fact that I turned around and switched it and feel better than I've ever felt before. I'm off all my medications. I had three healthy pregnancies when they told me I was infertile, like just crazy stuff. I became super passionate about telling other people like, hey, you know, that migraine that you're having might not be normal. You might be able to fix that or your infertility or your chronic pain or your bloating or whatever it is that you're struggling with. Like people deserve to know this. Yeah, dude, good for you. So when did you start? So you... What was that time frame like? So you said you went back to school, started st- studying more natural medicine. Mm-hmm. And then what's this time frame like? Yeah. So I was enrolled at a schooling called the Institute for Functional Medicine at the same time that I was a working nurse practitioner at the time. Mm. So I was working full-time as a traditional nurse practitioner. I was going to school for functional medicine, even though I swore I would never go to school again yeah, <laughs> after yeah, yeah. I got my nurse practitioner degree. And um, I was kind of doing both. And as I was healing my body, you know, as you heal your body and you open yourself up to the self-growth and you change as a human. And so, you know, my dreams started opening up again. I started to find inspiration and motivation again. And um, so it kind of slowly but surely, I realized this is where I want to be. But I also knew I did not want to just work as a functional medicine provider for someone else Mm. because as a patient, I had gone to a lot of functional and integrative providers and they still were not the answer for me. I didn't agree with the way that they were doing things. And so I knew if I want to do it the way I want to do it, the way I believe in my heart is the way that people need, I have to do it myself. And so I actually got, I got married, bought my first house with my husband and got pregnant um, all in one year. And I took maternity leave that year to build my own business. And I said, I'm not going back. Beast. That's incredible. So you are working, you get pregnant, get married. Those are huge life experiences. (laughs) And at that same time, right after giving birth, you decide, I'm out, I'm starting a business. Yeah, thank God my husband is very supportive. I was just going to ask you, literally that was going to be my next question. What's your husband's name again? His name's Jimmy. And what did you, like, was Jimmy like, are you okay? No, honestly, from the very start, and I'm so fortunate about this because I know this is not the situation for a lot of people, but from the very start, he was like, all right, you got this. Like, he had no idea the vision, but he trusted me before he saw the vision. And then as I yeah. Why did he trust you? Why did he trust you before he saw the vision? And I, I think, think I know the answer, but I'm curious. You know, I, I'm not sure. I think, number one, I guess it could go back to, I have confidence in myself. Yes. And when when you have confidence in yourself, others are going to get on board with that. Mm. And I knew people always ask me, weren't you so scared to quit your job? I wasn't. I was so excited. I was like, I have no idea if this is going to succeed or what this looks like, but I know that every failure is a lesson. Mm. I know that my current path is not the one I, I want to continue on. I want to stay home with my baby. I want to help people with wellness. I'm going to give it a shot. And so he trusted that vision. There's so much gold right there. Like for you listening or watching, every failure is a lesson. I love that. Every failure is a lesson. That's beautiful. And then that's what I was leaning into. Because I will tell you that you t- you tell me what you're going to go do. I believe, like I believed in you yeah. literally. <laughs> and this is, I'm not even joking you. The minute I heard you talk, I'm like, she's a freaking beast. Uh-huh. Like what I did, I'm dead serious because you're confident in you. Yeah. So so circling back to that, what made you confident in you? What have you done in your life that mm. like makes you radiate the confidence that you do? 
And I also don't want people to be like, oh, well, she got successful because she's confident. I also have, you know, times where I doubt myself or I'm nervous, but I do it anyway. Mm. And I trust that no matter what the outcome is, I'm good with that. Mm. So it's not, you know, I guess what made me confident is I've been like that, I guess, since for forever. So in a sense, maybe I was already cut out to be an entrepreneur since I was a young kiddo, yeah. but I've always been pretty stubborn, my parents said. <laughs> and that stubbornness has led to confidence yeah. and determination. Do you think that, what a great answer. Like seriously, what a great answer. Like, do you believe that the fact that, so you're human, you doubt, you have doubt, you have fears, you have those things. Do you believe the fact that you actually find a way to push through and do it anyway, that that's actually what breeds the confidence? Yes, because when you push through and do it anyway, even though you are so scared, you prove to yourself that you've done this really hard thing. And no matter what the outcome was, like you made it happen. You got to the other end. And there have been times where I try really hard to do something and I fail or something bad happens to me and I fail and other people would get really torn up about that, but I'm able to be resilient in those moments and identify, oh, okay, well then let's do this instead. Or, whoa, that was a great lesson. I'm never going to do that again. I'm going to focus here. Just It's just all about, you know, trial and error. But if you're so afraid to ever try something different, you'll never, ever know. Yeah. And then you're consistently just in this phase of inaction and kind of paralyzed with fear. I believe that that is literally the epitome of owning the outcome. Like, just continuing to, so continuing to move forward no matter what and learning from everything. So what does that what does that process look like for you? Uh, winging it most of the time. I, when I first started my business, I had zero social media, no tech knowledge, no business and marketing knowledge. Never even thought I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I had no one to look up to in this space. Yeah. So I was truly winging it, but I knew you know here's the outcome is. My outcome initially was just to be able to stay home with my baby that I had just had, but I still wanted a career. Mm -hmm. So I was still like career oriented, but I didn't want to be like all the way career oriented. Yeah. And so I wanted to work kind of minimal hours, help people with health and wellness because that's what I was so passionate about and stay home with my baby. So I knew that's the outcome. And now how do I make that happen? Yeah, I knew I didn't even really need to see that many clients to make that happen because I'm not trying to make a million dollars. Like I'm just trying to achieve my initial goals. And so I kind of just backtracked that. And uh, let me tell you, the first couple of years of entrepreneurship, I, I felt like I was just kind of in an ocean getting you know thrown away by waves. And sometimes I still feel that way, sure. but that's okay. Um, and so just as I continue to take messy action and put one foot in front of the other and just do the next thing I think I should do, that's when the momentum and the achievement started to stack. Oh, I'm just, there's so much gold in what you just said. Like, that's literally a framework of success. You knew, like, I, I want to just point something out just in case anybody missed this. You were so clear, man, on what it was you wanted. Mm. That, that's a big aspect of it. It's like sometimes yeah. it, we're just too abstract. Yeah. You just nailed it. Hey, I want to be career-oriented, but I also want to be a mom. I want to be home, but I want to be working. You know, being able to still drive income. Mm. I want to be able to, like, you You defined it. Yeah. And from defining it, then you work backwards from there, and then you take one step. And so that's important to know yeah. because a lot of people are afraid to, like, to think about what they want because they don't really know what they want, so then they never decide anything, so then they stay stuck mm. where they are. Mm. So you have to take action on just anything. Like, it doesn't have to be the perfect huge dream. It just has to be your next dream. Yes. And then once you achieve that, then your mindset will be open to what's next and the opportunities will kind of come to you to tell you what's next. It'll be just smacking, like staring right in front of you of, hey, you should take this path or, hey, here's an opportunity. Do you want this? But you'll only reach those opportunities 
if you're taking action first, Mm -hmm. unaware of what the outcome will be, but you have to be the one to take action, even if it's not all the way clear yet. Yes, because we can't control the outcome. Mm. We can control the process, but we can't control the outcome, right? Yeah. And the process is what gets you to the outcome, whatever that may be. Yeah, and like, you know, like like you say, own the outcome. You can't control it, but you can own it no matter what it is. Mm. Mm. That's a quote. I'm, that's going to be the new tagline. <laughs> yeah, I love cool. it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's true. So, um, you know, no one knows what's going to happen in life. Nah. No one knows what the next thing is going to, even if you have it perfectly laid out in your perfect business plan, which I never, ever had, but you don't know what's actually going to happen. Yep. But if you have a positive mindset toward growth and you know in your heart you're following what you think you should be doing, things are going to open up for you. And you've outlined all this kind of stuff in the book. Like it starts with your health journey, but then it, you said it's in three different phases, right? You, let's so talk about it. The book, so I have a couple companies um, and a lot of like the business and entrepreneurship stuff, that's not, none of that's in the book. This is a wellness book. That's in my other business where yeah. we teach business and marketing for health professionals. But the book is about self-growth, yes. Yeah. Mindset, yes. Mm-hmm. Healing, transformation, a lot of it through identifying inflammation in your life, in your body, detoxifying your environment, your home environment, mm-hmm. even like little simple swaps that you can make to things that you do every single day in your home, like switching out your lotion to a healthier version, switching out the pasta that you like to a healthier version. So mm-hmm. kind of having a healthier swaps. And then, um, and then we go into eating for your inflammation type. So addressing what's going on in your body. And there's there are different levels of somebody, you know, struggling with their health. I was absolutely struggling. So I had to take some drastic measures to change. Um, I cut out alcohol. I was, you know, really prioritizing my health and wellness. And then there are people who I have clients who are more so optimizing. And so you're going to take a lot of the strategies in the book and implement that for your everyday life. Mm. So how did you... Is this all the studying that you did to determine what to cut out, or how does uh, yes? How does somebody determine what is ailing them so they know how to fix it? So this was hard for me because when I was healing my body, I was doing seemingly all the right things, and I was still not getting well. And so one thing I talk about this in part one of the book. One thing that really helped me was specialty functional medicine lab testing mm. because I could see on paper like, oh, you're not crazy. Here's what's wrong. And here's exactly what your levels are. And here's exactly what to do to fix it. Because previously to that, I was gluten-free and organic and I slept well and I did all the things, but I still wasn't getting well. So I did labs on myself. And I also have a a free quiz if if labs are not something that you can purchase right now because it's an investment, Mm -hmm. um, which we can talk about. I invested in myself in a lot of areas. So we can talk about that. But um, so labs or the assessment to figure out what's going on in your body and then targeted next steps based on those labs to fix those imbalances. You can rewire your body pathways or your imbalances to heal. So you have to know what's going on in order to know what to do. How long does it take to rewire? It, It depends on the person's body, but really you can see drastic changes in even three months of changing. I've had clients seven days after implementing things tell me that they feel significantly better. Mm. So it can happen pretty quickly. Don't get discouraged if it doesn't because it can also take a year for your body to kind of rewire and kick into gear. Yeah. But there's, I love to say like there's 0% chance that by implementing things in the Eat to Treat book that you're not going to feel better. There's Mm. 0% chance that you won't feel better than you are right now. So you might as well start implementing some of these things. See, so that that was going to be my, my question is this. Somebody's listening to this. They're like, man, I'm okay, health. Like I'm doing, you had an extreme situation where it was like, 
you you knew you had to. Like like yeah. you were seeing it, you were feeling it. It's like somebody's like, okay, help. It's like, like why would I do this? Why would I read the book? Why would I implement? Mm. Give me your sales pitch on why they do well, that. Some people tell me they didn't even know how bad they felt until they felt better. Mm. So some people say, I had no idea I was ever even bloated mm. until I started implementing these things. Or I had no idea that I could even have energy after the day. I thought that it was just because I worked all day and I'm with the kids. That's why I was tired. But now from doing this, I'm not tired anymore. And I have all this new energy and motivation. So there's, you know, dependent on what it is, there's there are so many success stories in the book and in real life of people who, obviously that is real life, but of everyday people who experience positive changes when they implement health and wellness um, strategies that they didn't even know they needed. Yeah. Um, it's it's just really cool. All the, I've had clients cancel surgeries that they no longer needed. Their doctor said, you don't need this anymore because the pain was gone or, you know, it's just incredible. Dude, it's called learned helplessness, right? Like sometimes we just get so stuck in the current situation. We just, we learn to be helpless in that situation because we just believe that that is the norm in our lives. Mm. And, yeah. Or you believe that it's your genetic story. Mm. So you believe, mm. well, of course I have low thyroid. My whole family has low thyroid. Or of course I have headaches. I'm in front of my computer working all day. It's normal. My mom says she always has headaches too. Mm. So you think that it's just a part of your story, but actually you get to decide what that story is. Say that again. You, you think get to- that it's just part of your story, but actually you get to decide what that story is. Mm. That's so good. Did you, that's so good. You, like, Just made it up. <laughs> no, it's so good though. Listen, yeah. what I'm going to say, I, I want you to take this in the most sincere way. Like, I'm literally like proud of you. Like, and I'm serious because it takes so much guts to do what you've done at the at any age, but at the age that you've done it and have the confidence that you do, but you have the confidence you do because you've done what you've done and you know who you are. And it's just, it's an amazing thing, ma'am. And like, it's easy because I truly am just, helping people with what I know. And so that's a part of like following, if you don't know what your passion is or you don't know what that next step is, what what do you light up about when someone's talking to you about anything? Like, what is that one thing that you light up about that you can clearly talk on? And sometimes it might be common sense to you, but to them, they're like, how do you know all this? Or let me take my notes or let me, Mm. you know, do this. That's when you're talking about that stuff and helping people in that way. And then they're giving you the positive feedback of, whoa, that really helped me, that keeps you going. Mm. It really does, that That positive feedback of making the impact keeps you going. And is that what is that what led into all the business stuff do you, that you do now? The business stuff that we did now, when I first launched my online business in 2017, it did roll well real fast. Um, in that first year of business, I tripled my nurse practitioner income while working li- like as cliche as it sounds, between my baby's naps. I had no nanny. It was like me and little baby. We were just like making this thing happen. So then one year later, my husband quit his job. Sweet. So he also came home from his job and we've been building the businesses and raising the babies together ever since. Mm. Um, so that's super exciting. Uh, after our successes, of course, a lot of other medical professionals started asking me. And I feel like my DMs on Instagram were equal health clients and people saying, will you mentor me? Can you coach me? How'd you build this business? What are you doing? And we said no, actually, for a long time, because we were focused on the functional medicine practice and our lives and kids. Um, But I'll never forget, it was February, 2019. And we were in Nashville, Tennessee, living in a downtown apartment, because we could, because we can be flexible with our online business. And, um, I was just like, Jimmy, we were working together. I was like, Jimmy, I have literally 10 people in my DMs right now asking me to mentor them. Like, 
should we just do this? Mm. And we had a big conversation about it. We had talked about it previously and we decided, you know, we are obsessed with our lives. We have un unreal finances. We never thought even possible for us because we've never seen this as an example of anybody in our life. We love our life. We were both able to quit our jobs. We're at home raising our babies the way we want. It is actually selfish for us mm. to keep this to ourselves. Not to mm. mention all the health clients in the world, we can't see them all. We, I care about impact. I just told you about helping people with their health and wellness. Yep. I can't be the only one who knows how to do that. So we decided we were going to start training practitioners and coaches to build their own business with our methods. See, I love that none of this was created by like with this income goal in mind. Like, of course, income is a needed thing. But it's like it was created out of passion. Mm. And then I love what you said there where you said that it would be selfish to keep it to ourselves. Like we have a bunch of people in our network, in our program that, you know, we acquire multifamily properties. Mm -hmm. And they have this life-changing experience where they learn about something that they didn't even think was possible. They go make it possible and then they're scared and nervous to share it with others. Almost like they feel like they'll feel like they're pitching somebody. It's like, yeah, what? Dude, you're talking about what you do and what's helped you in your life. Like, just talk about that. Yeah, you're helping them. Yeah. I never feel like I'm pitching somebody, even on the health front or the business front. And at first I was nervous, right? To like accept money from a client and to help them. Like, can I get them the same results I got myself, right? You have those fears, but you do it anyway, like we've already discussed. But then when when they're telling you, oh my gosh, you changed my life in either of the businesses, the entrepreneurship or the wellness, and they're telling you how much their life has changed, how grateful they are, and all the amazing things that has happened, and then you see that ripple effect because now they're going to raise their families in a different way. And now they're pursuing their dreams and like all this kind of stuff. It just makes it so unbelievably amazing and fulfilling that it just feels natural to keep on keep on going. Yeah, keep on sharing it. That like that momentum breeds more momentum. Mm. It's almost impossible to hear those kind of things like, man, life changing, the impact and not want to continue to push the gas pedal down there. Yeah, almost impossible. But you will still have moments where you're like, forget it, I'm shutting it down, right? Or you're yep. frustrated or that one client says something mean, right? Like mm. there are still those moments, but you have to remember, number one, why you're doing this in the first place. Number two, that you get to decide your reaction to any type of situation, even if you're fearful or someone else is putting fear on you. And then all of the positive things that you are doing, you know, that one support ticket or that one Instagram DM, does not, that's just such a little, you know, such a little drop in the big picture. Yeah. So how does it, when you get your first negative comment, right? That first thing that just knocks you off course. Like what's the story you're telling yourself at that point to get you back on, on track? Um, I used to want to respond all the time or I would let it impact me. And I would ask my husband, like, are they right? <laughs> you know, like I would have those yeah. self-doubts. Um, but one of my good friends, this wasn't like a little negative comment. This is like a big negative comment. And um, her name is JJ Virgin. She's a fantastic health professional in this space. And she also mentors entrepreneurs. And I was texting her one day. I was like, oh my gosh, what do I do? And um, she told me some pretty like just straightforward advice. She said, CEOs don't crawl up in a ball and cry and give up when things get tough or people mm. be mean. And I was like, thanks, that's exactly what I needed to hear. So I think that to myself now, when something bad does happen, which thankfully is pretty rare, but if somebody says something mean or, you know, says something, it's, you know, we, that, so what? They, they might have had a really, really bad day, way worse than yours, and they're taking it out on you. Or maybe they have no idea what you do, and so they can't comprehend it, and so that's why they said that thing. But maybe next year, they're going to be opened up to that reality, and they're going to be like, oh, she was right. 
and they're going to come back to you. You just never know. See, the story, literally the story, CEOs don't do this. That person may come to this realization here. That person may have had a bad day. You're telling a story that is serving to keeping you moving towards, towards your, forward towards your purpose. That's literally a life hack, in my opinion, because it's a perspective. And everything, every situation is all about how we frame the situation. You can frame that situation in, in like, oh my gosh, I'm a horrible person and I make these mistakes and maybe they're right and I better quit. Or you can just frame it in a way that's like, actually, or maybe it's just this. And sometimes when somebody has said something negative, um, first of all, I genuinely appreciate that. And I actually yeah. take the criticism. I know you do. I, I can think, tell. I think about it. And almost every single time, it makes a positive change in my life or my business. Yeah. And I, so maybe they were right a little bit. And maybe it was hard to take, but actually I could improve that aspect of the business or improve that aspect of how I said that. And I won't say it that way again. So I'm taking it in a helpful way. It's helpful. Yeah, you're not ignoring, it's not ignoring it. You yeah. don't have to ignore it to make it positive. You can actually pull truth out of it. And dude, some of the best like ideas that you have will come from negative feedback. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. All feedback is good feedback. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I love it. Dude, you're a beast, man. You're a beast. So advice that you would give, Ken. Advice that you would give. Somebody is watching this. They're hearing you. They hear your journey. They hear about your journey. They hear about your story, how you've owned the outcome and dude, freaking all these different areas. But they're still stuck and struggling. What's that? Like, what is something that they can do in their lives to take that next step? Just that first step, literally. Really? I, I would, you have to do it. No, you stop asking for advice of other people. Stop texting your siblings and your friends. Stop Googling what you should do. Like, you have to make a decision and either do it or don't. You have to take that next step for your healing your body, take charge of your own health, enroll into that program, do that thing and actually stick with the thing that you're doing. Um, and then in the business, like just take that next step to making it come true. You just, you just have to take that next step or you will stay stuck. Yeah, I love it. That's as simple as it is. It's like, don't go Google, don't go text a friend, like make the decision. And a decision that all of y'all should take right now, freaking action step is go buy yeah. the book. You should. There's actually a thing I, I told one of my clients one time and, and I really liked this is... Um, she, you know, I can sit here and say, just do it all day long. But the truth is a lot of people can't just like, okay, now I'm motivated. Or like, okay, now I got it. Yeah. So I would tell her, um, this was for the health aspect, but it relates to health and business. Like every morning when you wake up, say how grateful you are that you like healed your pain and that you feel amazing. And you're, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful that I now bounce out of bed with energy and I actually love my life. And I was like, you're gonna feel like you're straight up lying to yourself at first, <laughs> but you just say it every single day, even if you don't believe it. Yep. And then like, it will somehow, I don't know all the science around this, but like somehow you're going to start attracting situations or making choices that make that version a reality. And so if, if you're like, yeah, easy for her to say, just do it. Like I'm not, I can't find that motivation. Mm. Fake it. Yeah. Just start telling yourself that you did do it or that yeah. you do have that motivation or you are that person and you will start to become that person. You will. I this Literally, I do the same thing. When I step out of bed, the first thing that I say is today's going to be an amazing day. If I'm being honest, there's 99% of the time that I'm, I'm tired. Maybe I didn't sleep well. Maybe I know I got a full day of who knows what. Like, And I don't know if I really believe it, but the brain doesn't know the difference between real and imagined. Mm. It knows what we feed it. Like it just, it doesn't know the difference. It knows what we feed it. Yeah. My little girl, her name is Marley. She just so, sang her first solo at like our church Christmas party. Aww. And 
I was asking her, I was driving home with her and I was like, were you nervous, you know? And I was, because I was nervous for her because I'm like, <laughs> is she going to clam up? She's never done this. Yeah. And she says, oh, I was so nervous that I had goosebumps. <laughs> and she says, she's six. And she's like, I was so nervous that I had goosebumps. But what I did, she had a lay on. She's like, I took a big deep breath of my lay, breathed out all the fear, and then pretended like I wasn't scared. Oh, well, she gets that from you, right? Oh, that's, kids, her, I don't know, her mom. I'll parent. give you credit for it. But. <laughs> that's amazing. Right? Yeah. It's no different. It's it's no different. And then yeah. as you go, like the fear never goes away. Like there are always times where you're going to feel nervous, but you just get mm. better at, at being the person you need to be in that moment to do what you need to do. Yeah. You're an inspiration, my friend. You really are. And I knew Thank it the you. minute I met you. And shout out to Rory for bringing <laughs> yes. us together. Rory's a stud. If you guys don't know Rory Baden, you need to go uh, search him up. Also, go buy the book. We'll have the link in, yeah. um, in the description. And then also, I want to end, I want to talk about some of your supplements, though, because okay. these are brand new, just came out, correct? Yeah. Just Let's talk about actually it. has not. I mean, I don't know when this is launching, but we launched this next week. So, um, and it's more than supplements. We're launching a non-toxic home goods type of store. Mm with supplementations and non-toxic items. So everything that I talk about in the book, basically we'll have our own like highest standards, best option types of services, cool. either recommendations from other companies I love, like red light therapy or infrared saunas, things like that. Or, um, you know, things that we develop, like we develop, you know, um, we have dry brushes and glass straws, glass water bottles, like lots of non-toxic stuff for your house. And then the supplement line. So shopdetoxdaily.com. Sweet. Dude, and we'll put that link in the description too. And honestly, thank you for doing that because I know when I dissect a book like this and it's like, okay, I love it. I'm in. Where do I get these things? Yeah. So thank you for making it easy. Well, this like, is what I used to do with um, all of my functional medicine clients. They would be like, okay, great. What one do I buy? And it is confusing to try to figure out what brand to trust, what not to trust, which item is the best option. And so I used to send them just links and links of things that I think that they should have for their house. Even things like their makeup, their house cleaning, their, you know, how to keep their air, fil their air filter clean, all of the things. And so um, we started to develop the Shop Detox Daily store to compile and develop those items for, for everybody. Love it. I love it. We'll put all the links, everything in the description. And then my last question is this, what is next? One of the things you said is there's always these next chapters, right? What is the next outcome that Maggie, you are looking to own? Oh gosh. Well, we are heavily expanding our business and mentorship program for health coaches. I'm so excited. We have some life, like partnerships right now of brands that I looked up to like crazy when I was in my functional medicine education journey who are now partnering with us to teach their coaches and practitioners business and marketing. And it's the coolest thing in the world because you know, you can learn this. I could have learned this and healed my body and been done. Mm. But I didn't. And look at all the people I've helped. Yeah. And so helping people, you know, after they go to these institutions and coaching programs, helping them to now implement that into a business that gives them a life they love and helps a ton of people, like, that's amazing. So we are just really rapidly expanding that part of things. And I'm very excited about it. Good for you. That's all. And your husband helps with it. Yeah, he he's run basically every single aspect of the company over the years. You know, we we both have really yeah. had the, you know, run all the types of things. So yeah, he does everything as well. That's awesome. Shout out to Jimmy, man, for being Shout so supportive <laughs> of the vision from the get. So much respect on that. And still, every time I have an idea, he's like, all right. Like, he's, he's very supportive. But then at the same time, um, this is helpful too, is he reins me back in sometimes mm. where he'll like let me go and then he'll be like, you know, 
I know you said that this was the direction you wanted to focus on, but you're doing all these things and it doesn't really make sense because that's not going to get you this thing. So should we reevaluate this? And it'll help to like real ideas back in or even things that I'm doing and like help me to really focus on the main goals and objectives. Mm, He's very amazing. Yeah, that's so good. Because you are, you're very balanced. It's one of the things that I noticed when we're at Rory's event is very balanced in your approach. Like, Family is obviously extremely important to you, mm-hmm. making an impact at home and outside of the home. Yeah. And you're doing all that. Yeah, it was, that was the original thing was just staying home with the kids. And yeah. it still is like we, how cool that we both get to stay home with the kids now Dude. and just really design the life that we want. Huge, huge. You're amazing. Thank you sincerely so much. We've been trying to connect to make this happen. I and I really wanted to do it in person. And I'm so glad and so grateful that you took the time to be here in the office. So thank you so much, sincerely. Well, I'm so proud to be here. Um, it was an awesome chat. I hope it was yeah. super helpful for everybody. 110% it was. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. So all y'all out there, go follow Maggie. We'll put all your social links and everything in there as well. Go buy and read the book and then live always low Peace. 